0: Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, and have some lunch, on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM, WRUF.
1: Hello and welcome into a Tuesday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Jose Tovar will produce our broadcast today. There are two dominating sports stories today, and we will address them both. College World Series. I'm going to tell you what. I'm going to say something. You're going to hear me say something I don't say very often because I think overall umpires, officials, referees, whatever you want to call them, do a pretty good job. Do they miss some calls? Yes. I have no idea who the dude was behind the plate for the LSU game last night, but he was terrible. Terrible. Both ways. I mean, he didn't favor any team. He Strike zone, if I'm pitching... I have no idea what a strike is. And that you can't have that. And LSU made a big blunder last night. And, and and sometimes you watch and you see, you know, all these home runs being hit. Well, sometimes it comes down to a small ball play. LSU had a runner at third base last night with no one out first and third and a ball hit the third base the runner at third base breaks for the plate guy bobbles it but then throws him out why are you running there? why are you running there chances are they're not going to turn a double play and that is the reason that you know you would run because if you if the ball is hit, Square to third base, they're going to try to turn two. But it was hit where he had to backhand the ball. So the chances of turning that double play are small. And now, instead of having a runner at third and one out where a sacrifice fly, you know, whatever can score them, you saw what happened. And LSU didn't recover from that. But don't forget, we have coverage today of both games. TCU and Oral Roberts, that has obviously some uh, cachet for Gator fans because the winner will play Florida tomorrow afternoon. And then one SEC team will go home because Tennessee plays LSU tonight. And Wake Forest will play the winner of that game tomorrow. So lots going on. Then, how about Gator football recruiting? Man, there were people bashing Billy Napier from here to McAnope. All of a sudden, that's quieted down. Now he's a genius. Now, wow, look what Billy Napier's doing. Just like that. Pretty incredible what Florida's pulled off here. Blake Oliver in 24-7 Sports going to join us in about 10 minutes to discuss all this. And then uh, Michael Byrne. Remember him? Yeah. He's going to join us, talk about his memories of winning the championship and playing in Omaha. Uh, that'll be fun to do. But it it really is, Florida is now, I think in 24-7 sports, either third or fourth now in the class of 2024, pretty special. Now, does this mean Billy Napier can, I mean, we don't know that, but for all the people who said, Billy Napier is boring, he doesn't sound good when he does, he must not be very boring in a pitch to recruits. And yes, you know, the optic of another quarterback leaving here didn't help matters, and, man, there were people in the jar over that. The page has been flipped, has it not? I think it has. All right, we will take your phone calls, questions, and comments today. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, srussell at wruf.com. William says, I know you're a guy that does things by the book, but you had some callers last week who discussed having some prominent reporters who sabotage Florida. The guy's name is Josh Newberg, I know who he is. A known and admitted FSU Homer. The game today is not like it was when you were coming through journalism school. All that matters to people today are clicks and strong personalities. Truth is secondary. See shows like First Take, etc. Research around, you'll see this isn't just a belief from Florida fans modern-day reporters have agendas, especially at the national level. Agendas. Um, I would take exception with that. that. That's too much of a blanket statement, William. I see the point. I do see the point. But, again, if you're working... Stephen A. Smith, let's use him, okay? He's working for the four-letter network. He's paid to have an agenda, if you want to call it that. Is it an agenda or is it an opinion? I guess we can discuss that too, right? But again, all that matters to people today are clicks and strong personalities. The truth is secondary. I guess if the truth is secondary, then I just don't want to do this anymore. I'll just go bail hay or something. There's nothing wrong with opinion. There's nothing wrong with opinion. But, you know, if it, 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 you can even be a homer. But if, I'll use Josh Newberg, okay, so are you telling me his agenda is to sabotage Florida? Maybe so. But I I just I just find that hard to believe. Mike says before the last ten days there wasn't anything to be positive about. Fans can only comment about where the program is at that moment. Hmm, that's interesting. I mean, there's, again, some truth to that. But that's back to William's email where he said, I'm going to go back to what he said, okay, clicks and strong personalities. And I understand the lens we look at more so than ever is today. What have you done for me lately? You don't wait for the big picture people have run out of patience. Understand that. But that's, you know, that's just how this is. So now, let me ask this, Mike. Are you positive now? I mean, for you for one have just bashed the guy. And that you had that right. But... Where where's your positivity now? Because what they pulled off is pretty spectacular. I mean, once again, it doesn't mean that twenty twenty three won't be a rough year. It doesn't mean twenty twenty four, given the schedule, won't be a rough year. But yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna say Coach X or player X is terrible, You have every right to say it, but I also want to give credit where it's due when something goes the other way. Daryl says, who do you like between LSU and Tennessee? Gator fans need to be patient with Napier, as he said a million times. Um, I kind of like Tennessee. Uh, LSU's had trouble scoring, and that with their lineup is amazing to me. Um, okay, we're gonna get. Uh... Is this Johnny C? Is that right?
2: Yes, sir, Steve. All right, man. Doing, baby? What you got? All right, brother. I'm doing all right, man. Listen, your your point is well taken. What you just said about um, people in their patience, man. They don't have patience anymore. Everybody's got this. Um, you know, everybody wants to be like Mike, so to speak. You know, everybody wants something instantaneous. Nobody wants to wait. There's a process. You know, even like in football. I mean, I just got turned on your radio show. You know, things don't just happen overnight. Everybody thinks people are going to be Nick Saban, Nick Saban had to, to 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 mold through some things before he got to where he was. But I've noticed that, you know, the last several years, this we got to have this, we got to do this, we got to this. and the person's not good, if we don't have this, but you know, patience is just gone, man. But you know, hey, it is what it is, man. As I, I, we're talking about recruiting, you know. The, the flow, now, it seems to be a positive flow. You know, people were, like, kicking Napier in the tail, you know, for I don't know how long. It seems to be a trend moving upward now. Then, then, what's the turn of you? The bandwagon seems to be getting heavy again. You know, it, it's a flow, man. Like you said, the patience. We got to have patience again. Okay. You know, being an old, older person, you know, you learn patience. But we live in a generation now. Everybody wants everything now, man. But stay of course, people. We're going to be all right. All right. Gator Nation is Gator Nation. Thank you, Steve. Johnny Give C., appreciate you, man. Yep.
1: 12-13, time check brought to you by Hayes mm-hmm. jewelry, right on Cube, Blake Oliverin, who covers football recruiting for 24-7 sports. Our next guest, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now. On ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Kevin Martinez. Day 5 of the College Baseball World Series is here, and in the first game we have the matchup between Oral Roberts and TCU with the winner taking on the Gators tomorrow. Coverage for that game will be right here at 1.40 PM. In the second game, there is an SEC showdown as LSU will take on the Vols after LSU took a loss to Wake Forest last night. That game will be covered right here at 6.40 PM. Now, staying on the diamond, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Orioles this evening. The Rays will be hosting this short two-game series against the O's that starts today. And lastly, Florida football moves up to third in recruiting after locking in two five-stars and multiple four-stars. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: I want to talk to the Florida healthcare
1: workers out there, or if you know somebody who works in the healthcare industry. I have some real money-saving news for you. It's pretty simple. You need to switch your current financial institution to the credit union I've been using for over 30 years. My Healthcare Federal Credit Union right here in Gainesville. I save in a lot of ways, but here's a couple of ways you can save. If you have high credit card interest rates, my HCFCU has a low fixed rate card with no annual or balance transfer fees. If you're looking to get a loan, specifically a car loan, they can give you the same low interest rate on new and used cars. Used car rates are typically higher at other institutions. So do what I do and do your banking at My healthcare Federal Credit Union, the place I've done my banking for over 30 years. To find out more, visit myhcfcu.org,
4: myhcfcu.org. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change, too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change any time. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. At Radiant Credit Union, we know life can get crazy. Mom, the toilet's clogged. <sighs> and when you decide it's time to go on a much-needed vacation, Radiant Credit Union can simplify things with a fast and easy vacation loan. There's no better way to refresh and renew your energy than a nice long getaway. And Radiant Credit Union can help you get there. So if you want to go from this to this, visit radiantcu.org vacation and get started today. Federally insured by NCUA.
5: Hi, I'm Maria Youngblood, an attorney at Melden Law and graduate from the University of Florida. Everybody knows that Melden Law is the only official law firm partner of the Florida Gators, but since we first opened our doors in 1971, we've been the community partner of Gainesville in North Central Florida. Meldon Law is there through all kinds of weather with offices in Gainesville, Lake City, and Ocala. Learn more at meldenlaw.com. Again, that's meldenlaw.com. Meldon Law, we won't back down.
6: ah the good life you deserve it the pros at electronics world can help you enjoy the good life at home in comfort with premium video and audio components from the best in the business sony yamaha marantz bryston rotel bowers and wilkins keff martin logan and more whether it's a two-channel stereo system outdoor entertainment or a home theater room with surround sound ew has what you need to enjoy the good life visit our showroom in gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net.
7: Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928, call 352-283-8373 or visit BushAutoRepair.com.
0: Coming in August, Tampa Bay Buccaneers football, right here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
8: This is the voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators.
1: Don't forget, tomorrow morning at 11 o'clock, our On Deck Baseball show. Jeff and I will bring that to you and talk Omaha. Well, speaking of Omaha, here's a guy who lived Omaha and is wearing a great big old national championship ring when the Gators Mm -hmm. won it back in 2017. The Gator closer on that team, Michael Byrne now joins us. Michael Byrne, good to talk to you, man. How are you?
9: Mm -hmm. Always good to hear your voice, Steve.
1: Appreciate you doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure you're watching what's going on here. Uh, I'll tell you what, you you got some guys on that mound uh, much like you guys had then, who you know went to the big leagues. There's going to be some first round guys here. Have you followed this group pretty closely?
9: Uh, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Uh, front end arms like we got with uh, Hurston, Brandon, and uh, Jack are top line. All everyone throws 95 to 100, which is seems normal kind of nowadays, but it's actually ridiculous. What's going on with the those gator arms that we have right now? Um,
1: let's for fans who maybe have never gone to Omaha or experienced that when you first saw the place, what went through in your mind?
9: Uh, you see it growing up. It was just like, wow, finally made it. I was uh, fortunate enough to make it all three years though. So yeah. a lot of people can't say that. can't, can't That's say that. But, yeah. uh, yeah, it's, uh, the end goal. And well, the end goal is winning it all, but the end goal is that every team wants to finish their season in Omaha. So it's pretty remarkable. I'm sure those guys haven't, haven't been there since five in five years. They're, uh, they're probably saying, "Wow!" Right when they got
1: there, as well. You know, when you look at uh, what you guys accomplished and and what Florida could accomplish this year, I know every fan base that gets there thinks their team can win, and they certainly can because they get there. But can you discuss a little bit? Sometimes it's a bounce of the ball. Sometimes it's a break that you get because everybody's good in Omaha. So, isn't a little bit of luck involved in this?
9: Uh, I would actually say, yeah, no doubt. That and just defense making errors and costly. I don't think we made an error or maybe one or two errors in all of Omaha when we went 1 and 17. I can remember a couple instances like a uh, play at second base where the guy slid into second and we got a run it in score. Jake Slaughter in the game two or game one. It was, yeah, it definitely takes a lot of luck and it takes uh, which way the ball might go for you to come on top sometimes, but also the better team hopefully can win.
1: Does it take a certain mindset? to be a closer
9: um i'd say so for me well i was a little different than most closers yeah uh you see a lot of guys more fired up and i was pretty laid back cool and collective and but it just depends it's all about getting those those three outs and not letting the other team score and getting your boys back in the dugout hopefully but it definitely takes some sort of mindset i don't know if i have their answer for that one but uh, I figured out the ways that it worked for me and I was able to get the job done well. Right. Well, that's it. That is
1: the mindset because you <laughs> did figure that
3: out and you because
1: a lot of times, you know, guys are not recruited necessarily to be a closer. Sometimes you're groomed right. into that. You know, Neely was wanted to be a starter and now to help the team, he's a closer. You went through that sort of thing too.
9: No, yeah, exactly. Uh, it's what the team needs and Neely obviously seemed to accept his role this year and he's done a heck of a job this year, especially and he's, killing it, but yeah, he accepted his job and he's doing what the team needed and what's he needed and look where they are. They're in Omaha and they're what, three wins away from a national championship.
1: Before I let you go, tell fans what you're doing now in terms of your baseball career.
9: <laughs> yeah, I'm uh, still with the Cincinnati Reds. I'm uh, actually in Biloxi, Mississippi right now, but uh, I'm in double-A with the, uh, with the Reds right now and just grinding it out going through that major uh, minor league grind still and hopefully... Into the end goal, which is the big leagues.
1: What is the? I, I guess the question I get asked a lot, Michael, doing the show, is from a pitching standpoint. Like, what's the difference as you move up the ladder? You're in Double A now. If, if you yeah. equated that to college hitters, um, where where do you think Double A is in terms of the hitters that you face?
9: Uh, I would probably put pro ball, maybe or SEC ball, especially. The, the hitters, but the lineups are just a little long, deeper. Like SEC, you probably have one through four, maybe five. Double uh, A, you have one through maybe seven, eight. Just a little deeper lineup, and uh, they don't chase as much. You definitely have to be in the zone a lot more, And but I'd equate it to probably maybe high A, but definitely low A ball. Definitely better than low A, but high A ball. I wouldn't compare it to double A.
1: Um, and A lot of people hear about the as you as you called it, the grind of the minor yeah. leagues. It is, a, it's fun, you get to play baseball, but it can be a grind sometimes, can it
9: it? Uh, yeah, like yesterday we had a seven-hour bus ride. I was watching uh, both of the College World Series games <laughs> on the bus on the way here. We're now in Biloxi, Mississippi, and it's uh, pouring rain. Oh, wow. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's part of it. we got to be ready in case we got to go tonight, and if we don't, we have two tomorrow, so. Uh, how about
1: the Reds here of late, huh?
9: Oh yeah. How about Jonathan India? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. It's uh, it's nice to see the boys in first, and uh, India's having a great year so far. So keep in touch with him all the time about it, and give him a hard time when he's struggling a little. Just keep him going. You, but, d- yeah.
1: You just kind of led into my last question. Do you guys, you know, that that group of guys that that won everything, do you stay in touch with a lot of a lot of the
9: guys? uh for sure uh actually i just got married in december in uh, india and uh mark colesbury were in my wedding so oh, wow okay. that was uh that was pretty cool and then but yeah with singer and co we were on a group message and we're actually we talk all the time about like when gators are playing and we're like we were laughing about the game the other day how we've never seen what happened to sully and then that oh. and kate fisher kate <laughs> fisher came in kate fisher came in and did a heck of a job when not many people could do what he did and that's pretty awesome what he did
1: yeah I- i'll end with this um Look, we all know Sully's personality, um, and you know he's very involved in terms of pitching because he was a you know, former catcher. How was he to play for in terms of you know what he, what he asked of you? Because I mean, look, he could. We know there were times he could get on yeah. you know a, a, a player or or for a performance, right. but overall, how was he to play for?
9: I mean, I loved him. Uh... <laughs> Uh, he gave me a chance when a lot of people didn't give me a chance. Uh I didn't have many offers going to college, and he gave me a preferred walk-on, and I took it. But uh he also just made you better. Like, yeah, a lot of coaches are going to yell at you and do that, but he, at the end of the day, he still wants you to perform. He still wants you to win and be the best of your ability, and he wants what's best for the team, so that's all he really cares about. And honestly, I don't really... I'm all here for it, because at the end of the day, I just want to win, too. And Jeff the guy, he helped us win the national championship.
1: (laughs) Darn right. There's no question about that. Um, Thanks for doing this, uh, and I'm sorry about the rain. It's been raining here, too, but at least in Omaha it looks pretty good. So always appreciate you, and congratulations on getting married. I didn't know you got married, so congratulations on that, and thanks for sharing memories of uh, winning the whole darn darn thing.
9: Appreciate it, Steve. Thank you so much. You got it,
1: Michael. Thank you. Good dude, Michael Byrne, uh, reminiscing about 2017. And they made it three straight years. And that's the thing I think, you know, when you win it all, you tend to forget ah, the other years. It's hard to get to Omaha, trust me. Twelve twenty seven, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Now Blake Alderman, twenty four seven sports, will join us next to talk about this bonanza in recruiting for Florida. ESPN ninety eight one FM A fifty AM WYUF.
0: From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
1: Mike Lester, as the founder of Talon Wealth, you are a fee-only fiduciary
10: financial advisor, and you always have a glass-half-full perspective. But the economic news
11: is discouraging a lot of us.
12: Certainly, I think it's going to be tough. We're going to have a retraction in the economy. That's natural. Things aren't always good. They aren't always bad. But there are far too many advisors telling people to hang in there. There are far too many advisors using scare tactics Mm -hmm. to sell things that, in my opinion, I wouldn't sell my mother an annuity. If they took the time to show you all of your other investment options, I don't think you would choose an annuity. Do a deep dive on your investments and what's likely to happen. You'll be more confident moving forward. And that's what we do in our comprehensive financial plan.
1: And Talon is happy to do that complimentary.
12: 352-751-3200. 352-751-3200.
10: Or guardingyournestegg.com. Talon
13: Private Wealth LLC. Investing in stock markets involves the risk of loss. And there is no guarantee that all or any capital invested will be repaid. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Or a license number D056341.
9: Have you lost Florida Medicaid?
4: At healthcare.gov, you can find a low-cost, quality health plan.
9: Do plans cover doctor visits?
4: What about emergency care?
9: And prescriptions?
4: All covered
9: and more. Plus, with the new law, four out of five customers can find a plan for $10 or less per month with financial help. Healthcare.gov is here for you. Enroll today for coverage starting the first of next month.
4: Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health
9: and Human Services.
4: Hurricane season is here, and making sure you're ready is key if you need to evacuate. Evacuations typically don't have to be hundreds of miles. Having at least half a tank of gas ensures you can evacuate the necessary tens of miles to a safe, sheltering location when a storm threatens your community. Check with nearby friends and family now and have a plan in place for what to do if you are ordered to evacuate. Visit HalfwayFullHalfwayThere.com to learn about more ways to be prepared. This message is sponsored by the Florida Division of Emergency Management, Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
12: The heavy rain and thunderstorms from earlier this morning have tapered off, but we still have the potential for rounds of heavy rain and storms likely through this evening into the early overnight. And these storms that do develop will be capable of producing additional very heavy rainfall, and that could lead to some localized areas of flooding. On top of that, a few strong storms are possible, damaging winds and hail most likely. From the U.F. Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Justin Ballard.
0: And now, the the Dan Patrick
13: Show. Dan
4: Patrick. (laughs)
13: There's a relocation fee in Major League Baseball, which would be an estimated $300 million for the Oakland A's. Well, the commissioner said the league would waive the A's relocation fee if they moved to Las Vegas. hmm. Why the special treatment there?
0: The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes. And you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF and on your phone with the WRUF radio app.
1: You know, sometimes the use of words like stunning, or words of that ilk are often overused. But what's happened here in Gator football recruiting over the last two, three days has been stunning. There's no doubt about that. That that word is not overused, in my opinion. Blake Alderman, 24-7 sports, talking college football recruiting, is here. Blake, I don't know if any, Maybe, you know, you do this for a living. You, you see it every day. I'll, I'll start with this. Did you see this coming?
11: You know, I expected, you know, talking with people that I've, you know, sources around the program, they expected to go on a little bit of a heater. I don't know that, at least, I guess in my expectation, I didn't expect quite the heater that they're on now. And I think, obviously, some of these commitments, when you see them, you know, in such a short span of time, Obviously, some of them were probably orchestrated. You've got guys that are, you know, coming out of these big visit weekends. This past weekend was Florida's last official visit weekend. They won't have any this weekend because they've moved Friday night light to June instead of July. So I think, like I said, some of those were orchestrated to kind of cap off their official visit, you know, kind of their their, their slate of official visits they've had here in summer. But I also think a little bit of those two were probably just momentum-based. You know, it's kind of like hitting in baseball. Hitting is contagious. I think committing is contagious too on some of these visits. When you've got around some of these guys, commits there, coaches there, everyone's excited. You know, spots are starting to fill up on the recruiting trail. You see other guys do this. You're around these guys all weekend on official visits. You get to know these guys. They become, you know, people that you get to know really well. You can see them as teammates. So I think it's a mix of you know, the orchestrated, you know, trying to, you know, gain that momentum. But I also think that momentum also rubbed off on others to where maybe some of these guys that you weren't quite expecting to pop just went ahead and did it just because of that momentum. Big Mo is in Gainesville this week.
1: Mark had a question for you. He said, were these past 72 hours or so all uh, silent commits, the Gators staff sort of coordinated with the players to then go public?
11: Uh, You know, I think some of them were. You know, Mike Williams kind of started things off last Monday. He actually committed to the staff on Sunday whenever he left his official visit. You know, some of these guys give these coaches intentions that they're going to commit. You know, I don't know that it's in the sense of a silent commit to where, you know, hey, coach, I'm going to commit to you now silently, but I'm going to take X amount of visits and I'll commit on such and such day. Some of them obviously were given a heads up, you know, beforehand, but I, I don't know that you really count them as silent commits whenever it's, you know, maybe a day or two afterwards. But, you know, obviously the coaching staff knew these guys were coming. You know, so whether it be someone that let them know on a visit, that maybe was a slightly unexpected, and then they committed, you know, hour or so later, day or so later. But you know, I, I don't know that these guys are really necessarily silent commits. But a lot of these guys, some of them were. You know, Nasir Johnson was the guy that Florida had expected to commit on their on the four-star defensive lineman. They expected him to commit this weekend. Some of these guys, like the four-star linebacker Aaron Childs, I think they felt good about, but obviously he went public on the visit. So there's some give and take there. Some of them expected, whether it be they're expecting them beforehand or if they were kind of expecting when they got that good news and the commitment kind of trickled out shortly after.
1: Um, Could we look back on this, Blake, you know, year or two from now and say this was the turning point? Is that a possibility?
11: I think so. You know, I think whenever you see Florida currently sitting at number three on the team rankings on 24-7 sports, you see the attention to the defensive side of the ball, I think everyone watched Florida football last year saw that the defense was struggling. You're starting to see these guys now, you know, the coaching staff, really put that attention to the line of scrimmage, whether it's offensive line, defensive line. You know, it's a big man's league in the SEC, so you want to be bigger, faster, longer, more athletic in the trenches. Florida's obviously taking attention to that. Not only that, but, you know, just the defensive linemen, like I said, they landed. You know, getting an edge guy like Jamonte Waller, the five-star out of uh, out of Mississippi that committed last night. You see the attention to the areas where Florida has struggled. You've seen them want to get better on the offensive line. You've seen them want to get more depth on the defensive line. I mean, look at Jervon Dexter last year. I don't remember the exact number, but I think he played something like 75% of the snaps on defense last year. The depth wasn't there. They're building that, what they put together in the 23 class, what they put together in the transfer portal this offseason, the attention that they're putting to that now. You know, if you can continue to – Add a couple more of those guys in the secondary. Continue to get some of these guys out wide. Florida wants to get faster there. You've got your quarterback. You've got a running back. You're continuing to really address the areas where the the need and the depth was there. So I think that you're starting to see Florida fit the need of guys that fit the bill of what Billy Napier wants in measurables and you know all those types of things in players. So this class could really be a turning point for Florida.
1: You know, one of the things Blake that I, I see <clears throat> in what some of these kids have said goes something like this. Uh, I want to be part of making Florida be what Florida used to be. And that is funny because some of those kids, I mean, it's been 15 years since Florida won an SEC championship, which means they were about three when that happened. But you do hear that a lot from them. Was this a selling point, do you think, as well?
11: I don't know. You know. I think that it's maybe something that you kind of pick up. If you're a high school kid, you're hearing – a pitch from a coaching staff to say, I think for most part, yes, those guys were young. But, I mean, let's let's make these guys watch YouTube. There's clips of Florida games that are always on TV. Kids know that Florida was what they were, whether they're watching all the way back to the 90s, whether they're watching the early 2000s under Urban Meyer when Tim Tebow was there. He's a polarizing name himself, Urban Meyer, Tim Tebow. So these guys know what Florida was. But I think that whenever you're a coach and you're telling people, look, man, Florida used to be this in such and such time. You know, they were rolling. They were on top of the college football world. We need a guy like you to get Florida back to that, to that measure. I think that that's more maybe of a selling point. And, and again, I, I'm sure that a lot of kids know what Florida used to be, whether they were really young or not, whether they were grew up in the state of Florida, parents watched Florida growing up. They watched Florida games in general. I think these kids know what Florida was just from watching things because the internet is, you know, a wealth of knowledge now and you can see so much of things now. But I think a lot of that has to do with maybe the coaching pitch that they're having there from these coaches, you know, hearing that, you know, hey man, we're, we're a couple players away on the climb back to making Florida back to what it used to be. Join the boat and kind of help us do that.
1: Blake Alderman, our guest, covering college football recruiting for 24-7 Sports. Um, The supposed best player in the state of Mississippi, I don't don't see Lane Kiffin trolling anything funny. (laughs) Uh, Also, you steal a kid out of Georgia, and you can't get every great kid out of a state just like you can't get out of Florida. But are those significant as well, poaching really good players from other states?
11: Absolutely. You know, I mean, even Makai Burrow, the uh, three-star deep into tackle, he's a big kind of trench monster nose type guy that, you know, they've landed. He was the first committed of the day on Monday for Florida. I know it's hard to keep track, but that was number one on Monday when they landed him at 11 a.m. That was a guy Georgia wanted, you know, a guy that they wanted. They worked him out in the summer. I think Florida probably – had a leg up just because they were pushing harder earlier. But whenever you've got the back to back national championships or champions coming after you, like Georgia was him, um, he took that official visit to Georgia this past weekend. Um, even on the official visit, Georgia had, you know, some of these NFL draft picks, you know, the Jordan Davis types, uh, Devon, Devontae Wyatt, I believe is his name. They had those guys on campus spending time around Makai Burrow last weekend, a guy that Georgia really wanted. You see that. You know, Florida was able to edge them out, I think, due to the relationships they had there, you know, being able to see the field early. Cause again, Florida's really trying to sell these guys on coming in and playing that fast track in the defensive line because they need the help. So that was obviously a big win for, for uh, Florida against Georgia there, getting a guy out of the state of Georgia that Georgia wanted. Um, you know, even uh, Marcus Maskell, the three star offensive lineman, I don't know that was necessarily a big win over Georgia despite him living in the state of Georgia, but that was a big win over LSU. LSU had been the leader for him in his recruitment for, I don't know, most of the year. You know, since Florida had offered him earlier this year, LSU had already offered. They were already the leader in his recruitment. He even had said that or excuse me, that LSU was the leader after his official visit when he took the, the official visit to Florida there on June 9th. So Florida really swung the momentum in their favor there. Um, you know, even getting Jamonta Waller there out of, the, out of the state of Mississippi, I always saw him as a guy that was going to lead the state of Mississippi. I don't know that Ole Miss was ever really a big factor for him. But it is kind of bittersweet whenever you have, you know, Lane Kiffin gets uh, Austin Simmons, the quarterback that reclassified from the 25 class to 23, kind of takes that shot with the Tom Petty thing, you know, the, all the tweets he had there on yeah. social media. And Florida goes and picks his pocket there right out of his state there. And even a, a guy like Kanan Daniels, he committed back in April, That was a guy that lives a couple miles from Starkville, Mississippi. His brother was a wide receiver on the the roster there at Mississippi State. Florida's winning these battles out of state against kids that are right in the backyard of these SEC teams. Um, So, you know, I think you're starting to see them pick up that steam and get these wins, you know, head-to-head against a lot of SEC teams. So it's certainly good that's what you want to see. I know a lot of people look at the commitment list and they say, well, where are the Florida kids? And they're probably right. I think it's a down year in general in Florida. Obviously, there are plenty of kids in the state of Florida that are still on Florida's radar. They're still recruiting them heavily. But if you're getting, if if you have a down year in the state of Florida areas where you need, like, you know, look at uh, Amir Jackson, a guy that committed on Saturday there. He's a four star tight end guy out of Portal, Georgia, which is near the southern, southern part of Georgia there. You know, the, Number whatever tight end in the state of Georgia is a four star guy. Well, the number one tight end in the state of Florida, you're not counting IMG Academy there, which kind of has guys from out of the state and was a three star guy. So if you're going to get that top tier talent, maybe the state of Florida doesn't have, go pluck them out of state, you know, go win head to head on the out of state battles against some of these other teams. So I, I really like to see that Florida's going toe-to-toe against some of these teams, you know, from other coaching staffs that I've covered. You've seen Florida go head-to-head for a good player that may have four or five stars, something to that effect. But I always look at who you beat. Who did you beat for such and such player? If you're beating some of those mid-tier type, you know, kind of, you know, not elite blue bloods of college football, but you're beating them out for a guy that maybe those teams weren't pushing for, yeah, it's a win. It's great. Could that be a guy that maybe you would out evaluated on? You know that you maybe knew something others had. Sure, that can always happen. But if you're really beating some of these big time teams, the blue bloods of college football, head to head on the guys, whether they be a five star, four star, three star, those wins are still just as just as significant.
1: Blake, I'm going to end with this. Mike Loxley, who's a dear friend, you know, once coached here, he said, "You know, it's I'm paraphrasing. We just got through building." you know, this multi-million dollar new facility, much like Florida did. And he said, it almost means, I'm paraphrasing, it almost means nothing because kids will take $25,000 and live in a trash can. And what he means, that's NIL. Do we know how much NIL and the new Florida Victorious played into any of this?
11: You know, I don't know, you know, dollar amounts or what's been agreed upon or whatnot, but I, I think NIL in general, it, it's becoming more of a factor for some of these kids. You know, I, I don't know that it's the driving factor for every kid, but if, it, even if NIL isn't number one or number two on your list of things you're looking for, if you're looking for development or, you know, just relationships with coaches, or, you know, how you can develop me and put me in the league, I think a lot of kids see NIL as a good thing. Because who doesn't want the money? You know, who doesn't want a little bit of money to take care of yourself or your family, have some walking around cash, whatever have you. That those things are, I'm sure, significant because kids aren't just going to say, "Yeah, hey, I'm good. I don't need any money." You know, I'll just eat ramen noodles for the rest of my life in my college <laughs> years. Right. But I do think that some kids, it's more of a factor for it. But I, I think it's going to be it's, as soon as coaches and kids and families start learning more about NIL, because I think a lot of people are really trying to grasp NIL on the fly, and some are are, are maybe more of ahead of a curve than others. I think that. Florida Victoria seems to be more, you know, fundamentally fundamentally sound from the floor up compared to maybe how you know the Gator Collective was. I think that you're seeing the Gator or the, the Florida Victorious. I think that it does matter. I think that you know they're becoming more structured. Obviously, even, you know, you look at an official visit for Florida, you know, they do all these things of on campus, and on Sunday they wrap up with what they call a financial literacy meeting. And I think that's maybe talking a little bit about what NIL can do for them, how it's structured at Florida. So I think that that's becoming more of a talking point, even from coaches on these official visits. So, you know, I don't know what things are agreed to in the future as far as NIL or, you know, what kids are getting and what where. But, you know, I think that, you know, you've, you've seen Florida victorious kind of get their you know their legs under them and you know they're they're starting to catch fire with the fan base even you know if you go to Florida games you know you see or Scott Strickland and Billy Napier and you know Todd Gold and all these guys have their commercials that kind of backing the Florida Victorious you know so I think that it does play a factor in there because again I think NIL matters in some capacity for everyone it just depends if NIL is really your driving factor or if it's just something that just kind of sounds cool you know if that's something they want to include in 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 the recruiting process
1: Blake as always working people
11: see your work Yeah, Swamp 24-7, Florida Gators 24-7 sports site. It's been a busy week. I'm tired. I am definitely tired. (laughs) We've got uh, official visits have wrapped up. Uh, Actually, on Wednesday, I'll be back up there again. Florida's going to have a seven-on-seven tournament, so I'll have coverage there. Friday Night Lights, like I said, it's moved from July to this coming up Friday, so I'll be out there covering that too. Um, You know, kids start to make their decisions. Near the end of June, early part of July, so you know Florida could still have some more guys that come off the board. Can, you know, can kind of considering how these last couple visits go? We're actually running a fifty percent off promo for your first year on Swamp Twenty Four Seven. So it's a busy time. Come check it out and save some money.
1: Always appreciate you, Blake. Thanks.
11: Absolutely. Thanks for having me on.
1: You got it, Blake. One of ours, Blake Alderman, covering college football recruiting twenty four seven sports. Twelve forty five time check. Brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Don't forget, coverage of the College World Series today begins in about an hour. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Kevin Martinez. Starting on the diamond, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Orioles this evening. The Rays still hold first place in the AL East coming into this game. And staying on the diamond, the College Baseball World Series continues today. In the first game, we have the matchup between Oral Roberts and TCE with both of their seasons on the line. Coverage for that game will be right here at 1.40. In the second game, there is an SEC showdown as LSU will take on the Vols after LSU took a loss to Wake Forest last night. That game will also be covered here at 6.40 p.m. And lastly, Billy Napier was busy last week landing two 5 stars and multiple 4 stars. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
1: A lot of folks have stepped up to give a helping hand to the Ever Boys Ranch in Palatka. If you don't know how to do that, it's pretty simple. If you have an unused or unwanted vehicle of just about any kind, they'll take it from you. It's that simple. And when you do donate it, your donation is tax deductible. I get asked, well, what about a boat? A boat's okay. They'll take it. They'll take an RV. They'll take whatever you have. And they teach at-risk young boys real-life skills because they take these vehicles, they repair them, fix them up, and then they resell them. It's that simple. That's how they help these boys reclaim their lives. And again, your donations, tax deductible. To find out more about how you can help these at-risk young boys with your generosity, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org.
8: Looking for some summer fun? Then check out Polaris of Gainesville, your number one boat and power sports dealership in North Central Florida. We have all the brands that'll get you outdoors for fun in the sun this season. Family fishing and fun begins with Carolina Skiff, home of the number one selling fiberglass boat. Taking the family out to the best fishing spots or offshore adventure, Carolina Skiff offers the best made-in-the-USA fishing and cruising boats at an unbeatable price. If bass fishing is more your thing, check out our Ranger boats and save up to $5,000 on select models during the inflation buster sale for lovers of comfort polaris of gainesville we have a huge selection of key west boats which offer comfort style and everything needed for a family day on the water or fishing at your favorite spots looking to hit the trails we have a huge selection of polaris off-road machines including the hard-working ranger trail ready razors and the legendary sportsman atv stop into polaris of gainesville on highway 441 between gainesville and alachua online at polaris
14: Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I got married, and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here, and and, uh, they are truly wonderful. There was absolutely no one else to go to but Exceptional Dentistry for him. No one else. Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad. Plus, I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So, brand new again. This is, this is more like having my teeth back again. Life is pretty normal
8: When was the last time you had a burger? No, I mean a real burger, not something you got from a drive-thru. If it's been a while, you need to head to Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. The burgers at Copper Monkey West have been voted best in the area for years. They're legendary. That's not all. USDA, Choice Steaks, Ribeye, Filet, New York Strip, and Philly Cheesesteaks, Chicken Sandwiches, Salmon, and more. Their sandwiches are now made with boar's head meat. Copper Monkey West has a full bar featuring many local brews, all served to you by some of the nicest, friendliest folks around. Takeout available, Copper Monkey West in Jonesville. Mmm, it
4: really does taste that good. It's good to be able to make a change, to never feel stuck. That's why at Cox, we're making a change, too. Now Cox Internet plans are flexible, so you can choose to just go with Internet, add TV tomorrow, or home automation down the line. It's easier than ever to get just what you want and nothing you don't. Flexible plans from Cox. Change any time. No commitments, no penalties. See for yourself at cox.com internet. Additional services can be added at then current regular rates. All services subject to residential customer service agreement and acceptable use policy. Restrictions apply. Hey, Frankie Lane here from Lane's Yardware in Williston. I'm no scientist, but it seems to be the normal weather here in North Central Florida. Hot, sunny days, and rain is definitely making our grass grow fast. At Lane's Yardware, it's our goal to keep America looking great, one yard at a time. We'll help you keep that woke grass in check with an American-made, gravely zero-turn mower. And we always offer discounts for all military veterans. Lane's Yardware in downtown Williston, and on the web at LaneJardware.com.
0: The WRUF radio app, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 981
9: FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is
5: Gatorhead football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 981 FM. a.m. WRUF,
9: and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
5: Don't
1: forget our World Series coverage begins at 1.40 today, and the Gators will play tomorrow at 1.55 airtime. Jim, welcome to Sports Scene.
15: Yes, Steve, uh, good to talk to you. Uh, Listen, does the SEC baseball in 2024 go to uh will it include all 16 teams yes okay uh any speculation on the type of tournament i mean it could take forever if they keep this type of format they have now
3: uh
1: that is going to be tba
15: okay I, I mean i personally i think they could divide you know into two divisions and take the top 4 um, out of each one of those and you know play a single elimination until they get to the end and maybe a two out of three, but it, that's going to be a heck of a tournament. I don't know if uh, maybe like pool played, does ACC do something different than SEC I, I don't
1: know, uh, but I do know this um, what they're going to do in the regular year that's been determined. Uh, there's okay. they're going to they're going to play a three game series against two permanent opponents and eight rotators so they'll still have the 30 okay. conference games just like in football okay. they're going to it's not going to be east west anymore it's going to be a single right. division format but i don't that what they've not determined is the format for the sec tournament they haven't they haven't determined that yet
15: yeah i i, I don't exactly know how it would work, but uh, you know, when you, you left two teams out of it, to me, any time you leave a team out of a tournament for whatever reason, uh I mean they've they've done the best they could, but and you know, for a call here and there, uh, they might have been in the tournament instead of somebody else. But uh I just hope it would include the opportunity for every team to uh, to play. Uh, but you got to cut down those double elimination
1: things. That's what would have to happen if if you're going to make this like most of the other turn of the other tournaments, where you know every look what the SEC does in softball, right? Single elimination, okay. done.
15: Right.
1: That's what has to be okay. done here. They they have to do it that no. way because if they don't, then it, it'll be forever. Pitching gets taxed at that point. You can't have that. So I think, I think the powers that be understand it. My, my gut feeling tells me that if they already had accepted the fact that some teams wouldn't be in it now, they would continue to do that with more teams coming in. But that's I, I have no information to that effect. Just a thought.
15: Yeah, I would hate, I would hate to see two teams come in which and then say, okay, now we're going to leave four out of the tournament. Um, you know, to me, that's, that's not, uh, doing the right kind of thing, uh, by those teams and those programs. And I think they would fuss a lot about it. Um, it's just, uh, I, it's up in the air. I know that now, but I thought you did have some insight to it and I do appreciate you sharing that. Uh, you know, about the uh, permanent opponent and that type thing. Okay. I think the Gators, uh, I'm I'm hoping they can go all the way, a loyal supporter of the Gators. And, uh, you know, a lot of close games, unbelievable late-in-in-one-run (laughs) games.
1: With good good teams, that, you know, that's the way kind of it should be because you've got, you know, the best of the best here. So you would expect a lot of these games to be – you know, coming down to that fashion. Thanks for your call, Jim. I appreciate it. James will end the hour. James, hello. Hey
12: Steve? Yes. Hey, I just had a I had a rules question, baseball rules question for you, and it kind of came up yesterday in the uh, Tennessee-Stanford game. So, um, player on third base, fly ball to the outfield, bang-bang uh, play at home, Um They wanted to review the play, but Mm -hmm. they also wanted to review that the player left early and that he was tagged out at home. Mm -hmm. And so first they had to do the appeal to third base and the umpire called him safe. And then they went to the review. Let me ask you, like the appeal. I mean, I remember doing that in Little League, you know, the player, you know, to see if the player left early or not. If you don't appeal and the player did leave early, does it count? Yes. That's amazing.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, because you have to – if if the umpire sees it, it's not an automatic call where he goes out, he left early. So
12: and I can see that, you know, because that would interrupt the, the flow of the game. You would think after the play ended, if the umpire saw it, then after the play ended, they they call it out. I mean, they're having to appeal. It just seems like an archaic thing. Well, but think about it,
1: right? If, if most times you do have to appeal things, if if if, if there's a play at the plate, there's a pl- there's a there's a call made, right? It's right. either out or safe. Well, you appeal it if you think there's video evidence to help your case. But at least there, I think what the point you're making is there's a call correct whereas you know but that's just how the rule is and you have to appeal <laughs> that you it, it is I, not yeah. automatic
12: it's like the umpire knows something maybe i need to ask the umpire if he knows it. yes and, yeah so is, is that the same thing in obviously if you hit a home run uh hit a home run out of the park okay and you miss a base is that the same thing are you out do you have to hit touch all four bases if you hit the, if the ball leaves you do the park? yes Okay. So so that umpire is watching your feet as you're doing your jog and jumping up and down and making sure that you touch each base. And someone on the other team should be watching the same thing. And you're saying that even though after that player goes home or hits home plate, that next pitch, they can appeal to a base. And if the player didn't hit that base, they're out.
1: Right. But you've got to appeal it.
12: Oh, my gosh. Wow, I just, I mean, I remember doing it in Little League. I just thought it was just kind of a thing you did in Little League, and you don't see it that much, obviously, in the majors. But, hey, you got one more second or so? Uh,
1: I got about one minute.
12: Okay, question for you. Switch hitters. Is it my imagination that there's less switch hitters in Major League Baseball and college baseball than there were 10, 15 years ago? That's a good
1: question. Uh, top, I don't know the answer. Top of my head I would say yes, but I have no basis for that. Just a gut feeling.
12: Yeah, that's just something I remember from Little League. You know, kind of, uh, you know, after Little League is, you know, the, the players that wanted to be switch hitters, they would actually kind of go up and hit with their alternate side till they got a strike or two strikes and then go back to their strong side. And that was kind of a training mechanism to develop switch hitters. And I don't, I don't know if that happens in, you know, young ball these days or not.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's just my... Just when you mentioned it, just top of my head, there don't seem to be as many, but who knows.
12: Okay. Thanks, Steve. Yes, Appreciate sir, James.
1: It. Thank you for your call. Hour two coming up, and again, we'll have coverage of the series uh, at 1.40 today. It's funny how all of a sudden, uh, because of the, the quirkiness of the rules now, there's a lot of questions about rules, and some have been changed. I've got some emails that I will address about those rules as well in Hour 2. Stay with us, ESPN 98.1 FM, fifty AM,
0: WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hey, it's Steve Russell talking to all you healthcare
1: workers out there. Don't just dream about your family's next adventure, make it a reality. My healthcare federal credit union has super low rates for new and used boats, RVs, campers, and power sport vehicles. If you already own one, refinance it now with rates as low as 5.99% APR and you might qualify for a gas card up to $100. We are My Healthcare Federal Credit Union, helping Florida health workers and their families here in Gainesville. Visit myhcfcu.org to learn more.
7: Nothing's better than taking to Florida's waterways with family and friends. But some boat operators don't realize that bow riding is extremely dangerous. It can lead to tragic accidents if someone falls overboard because of speed or direction changes. Be sure your passengers sit only in manufacturer-designated areas while underway. Their safety is your responsibility. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com.
12: Hey,
1: it's Steve Russell talking about the delicious food at Dick Bondell's Burgers and Fries. It's key lime shake season. If you've never had their hand-spun artisan dairy shake, you're missing out. Try the herb chicken burger, the house-made veggie burger, and my favorite, Florida-raised beef, the original Big Dick with hot fries. Walk up, drive through, or order ahead at DickMondells.com. Open seven days a week at Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. Dick Mondells Burgers and Fries, worthwhile, wholesome fast food. Visit online at DickMondells.com.
13: Turn your home into restricted airspace. Tell incoming flights you want them diverted. The new Raid Essentials Light Trap plugs into the wall and uses light to attract, then trap, flying insects like fruit flies and mosquitoes. It's 24-7 continuous attraction provides insecticide-free protection that's people and pet friendly. Consider air service interrupted. New Raid Essentials Light Trap, insecticide-free
6: protection. Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing together millions of things for our planet
11: when buying toys for your pet look for natural materials like cotton rope wood or bamboo when we each share our one thing it becomes a million things for our planet what's your one thing
0: welcome to sports scene with steve russell let's talk some sports have some lunch on espn 98 1 fm and eight fifty a.m wruf
1: Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Tuesday. Jose Tovar produces it. Don't forget, uh, our College World Series coverage begins in about uh, 35 minutes. We'll have both games for you today. You can call us up on our Clear Sound Audiology phone line, three nine two eight two five five. You can also email uh, srussell at com. D will start us out the hour. D, what's up?
16: Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Uh, hit on the recruiting. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hell, hell of a weekend, man. Uh, first, I want to hit on you know Saturday with the uh, the quarterback. Uh, yeah, Steve, I was concerned. I'm not going to lie, man, because uh, you know our depth at quarterback is is not very good. And you know I know Napier talked about it in the spring. adding another quarterback. All indications is he was the guy that was going to reclassify. And you know he went from a team that basically had very little depth at quarterback. To a team that's got five or six quarterbacks on the roster, and look, I understand from what I told, he was it was a business decision, and we know what uh, What that means. Yeah, dollar signs. Yes, we know what that means. So you you can't fault the guy for doing that, but you know, DJ Lagway is not—he's verbally committed, but he's not signed, sealed, and delivered. And you know, what if things go wrong this year? What if he decommits? So you know, the quarterback depth is, is is a is a concern. It's
1: a concern. Um, You hope and you you trust your staff to uh, do something about it. Uh, And it was weird, though, how that all materialized. It went from absolute, you know, another quarterback, you know, that whole thing to, whoa. It, It was amazing the range of and the spectrum of emotion that took place within a very short period of time.
16: Yep, yep. But, uh, now let me get on to the, the whole weekend, Steve. I, I think, um uh, you know, I, I gotta give Napier this, man. I think he knows the pulse of the fan base and he knows when to play his cards, Um because n- maybe 30 minutes after the Simmons news hits, that's when the tight end commits. And that's when the, uh, the Fourier commitment started on Saturday. So I, you know, I just, you know, like I said before, Steve, uh, you know, this guy loves to recruit. Uh, He's got the right people around him. Uh, He's got the staff around him. He's got go-getters, you know, to go get these guys. And I love it, man. You know, Kirby Smart's been coming down here in Florida and getting guys, you know, left and right. You know, it's about time we get up there and post some of those guys. And, you know, I I just like the way, Steve, they're they're pushing for commitments, man. They're not letting these guys kind of walk out the door. You know, if you're feeling it, uh, you know, let's go. You know, the guy we got last night. He was supposed to push his commitment back to August twenty sixth. I think it was his birthday. The staff got him the the, the you know, uh pulled the trigger last night. So, you know, applying pressure to these guys, you know, pushing for commitments is, is something we're not used to right now. Uh, uh in the previous regime and it's 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 like I said, it's nine day man. This guy knows what he's doing and I, I have no doubt he's gonna get uh the talent in here.
1: I, I have not spoken to Coach Napier, but I would Suggested this to your point that sometimes it's perception timing you know when things happen some of this I think was totally orchestrated totally orchestrated as to when an announcement was made and I think that staff knew Gator Nation was going to be in the jar over the quarterback, right. so we got to get him out of the jar and you know come up with something here, and they did it pretty well
16: yep, his tie his tie he's good at that man, so uh you know shout out to the staff, shout out to the coaches, and i, I heard there may be more on the way, so uh, i mean just just keep just keep the good times rolling all right. up, Steve
1: yep, thanks, Steve. appreciate you uh all right, some emails, we still have time for calls though Steven says, is our bullpen in great shape moving forward? Uh, yes, and because Florida's had time off, so arms are definitely available. Glenn, uh, Glennon Locala, can you explain why the Stanford coach stuck with his pitcher while he was getting uh, hit to the tune of six singles and a couple of walks? As you like to say, if this is was mop up in March, that's one thing. An elimination game in the College World Series, well, you know, sometimes if you if that's your ace. You tend to go a little longer with that guy. He's earned it. That's, but I mean, the other side of that coin is it's an elimination game. But I get the point. Uh, BB just tired of all the negativity, hate, and vitriol that keeps pouring out of people's mouths and online social accounts. I guess their houses will almost be made of some sort of super dense alloy instead of glass but they take a breath and reflect on how it's like a spreading cancer and don't be a sad lemming. And he likes Tennessee's chances as well. Uh, I really thought LSU would be in the final, and I I thought they would, they're just not hitting, and that happens sometimes in a short series. Andrew says, what's going on with San Diego State? Why decommit the, from the Mountain West without a conference offer? Is Beal going to win a ring with Durant? Last time I looked, they only had like six players on the roster. So I don't know. I mean, he had, he certainly has a better chance than what he had playing with the Wizards. That's for sure. Um, but I, let's see the rest of the roster. Let's see what some of the other teams do. But at least this gives him you know, a puncher's chance in terms of that. Uh, Dwayne. Please explain the mound visit rule again. Last night the announcer said the coach had to make a change after four visits. That's true, uh, but I'll explain that. In other words, if the total six visits allowed, the coach can only make three trips where he had to make a change. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. The 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 college rule is different than the big league rule. Okay. You're allowed to be involved as a coach in a maximum of three free trips of the six defensive charge conferences. Plus, if it's extra innings, you get one extra one. Okay? So, and a free trip means going to the mound without a player, or you know, without, without going to the bullpen. In, in Major League Baseball, I think it's five mound visits per game Per nine innings, I think, but it is different. So that's the rule. Um, and once again, I say this: there's been a lot of discussion about this because of what happened in you know on a big stage of the College World Series. Daniel says Beal to the Suns doesn't this make them the team to beat in the West? Not necessarily. Again, who's around them? We don't know that yet. And remember. Chris Paul's not with them either. At least he doesn't think he's going to be. Uh, Hasn't been with the Wizards since the draft. Yes, he has been with the Wizards since the draft. And he, I believe, he was the he was the only player in the NBA who had a no trade clause. He had to waive that. So, but this is good for him. It gives him, like I said, it gives him a puncher's chance to win a championship. He wasn't going to do that with the way the Wizards were. Constructed that was not going to happen. All right, we got uh, what half an hour left. Let's talk some more sports, college, World Series, football rules, whatever. Three nine two eight two five five. You can email uh, S Russell at w r u f Paul says, "Oh boy, this one I don't know." He said, "How many rules?" In college baseball are appealable. I have not the foggiest idea, not the foggiest idea and once again, there are some rules where you you know there's there always used to be a person in the dugout who would always look to see on a home run if the batter would touch the touch the bases because. Once he crosses the plate, you call timeout. Hey, he didn't the, – and the umpire is watching. So you go over and you tell the umpire, hey, he didn't touch first base. And the umpire goes, out. That used to be something we always taught. You got to watch to make sure. I mean, there was a one in a million chance it would happen, but, hey, it there's at least – there's a chance. Don is with us. Hi, Don.
16: Hey, Steve. How you doing? Good. I noticed that the catchers, the catchers have an his ear. Is that something new? Or who is he talking about? Yeah,
1: relatively new, yes. And if you look at the pitchers, they also have a wristband. Um, okay. That's what's allowed now. And if you, if you see Kevin O'Sullivan, he has you know, a, like a walkie-talkie thing in his hand, and he's calling pitches so that the catcher now doesn't have to put down a sign like in the old days right now he just calls and says you know fastball away and the 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 catcher the pitcher can see it on a wristband the catcher hears the call
2: oh okay so that's kind of
16: new i never noticed that before okay Oh, SD, steve thank you okay
1: thank you yeah we used to always switch up the signs and what's the indicator and you know oh geez no, no more of that mike hello
15: hello thank you for taking my call um I sort of thought the loss by LSU was good for us. The trouble is, then we might have to play either Wake Forest or Tennessee, so maybe there's no real advantage to one team in the other bracket over another. But what I wanted to talk about was, I'm going to let you keep up with the Learfield Directors' Cup. We were having what looked like a really bad year. We were in the spring. We are at 27th place. We're in the latest ranking. We're up to ninth, and assuming they don't add a partial – point total for baseball because the last ranking was done at the end of the Super Regionals, If they just haven't done that. We could, if we won the national title in baseball, move all the way up to 4th. The reason I bring that up is it's proof of the tremendous success from March onward, the month of March, in our spring sports. And I think it, it it's additional pressure on our coaches in the winter sports, football, basketball, you know, Soccer, et cetera, to pick up part their game because the spring sports are carrying the entire load for our national image right now. But baseball, I just keep pinching myself. I don't see how I can get any better than it is. Uh, all we have to do is split the next two games and we can't do any worse than finishes runner up and winning those first two games one way or another is so important. And uh, I'm very happy. No matter what happens from here on out, I think this has been a great year.
1: Yeah, I mean, certainly spring picked it up. No, no doubt. Um, you know what Todd Golden has done, I think, bows well. Kelly Ray Finley has a five-star player, you know, coming in on her roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, Samantha Bohan, you know, that that may take a little bit longer than, but I don't know. I'm not taking a look at her roster. So, yeah, I mean, the spring, w- when you win a national championship and you win a couple of them. That helps that helps the point total. No no doubt.
15: The other coaches are looking at the ones that are successful and it's like when Mary Wise suggesting that Mouse gets a street named after McFall of his track, track titles. I thought that was really sweet of her to say that. Really shows the camaraderie among all those coaches. Yes. Think is-
1: and and the and the class of Mary, too.
15: Yes, exactly. Okay. Thank you.
1: Yes, sir, Mike, thank you. 115 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Shillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
0: Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
3: Good afternoon, I'm Kevin Martinez. Starting on the MLB, the Tampa Bay Rays will take on the Baltimore Orioles this evening. The Rays still hold first place in the AL East coming into this game. Now going down south on the MLB, the Marlins will host the Blue Jays today. The Marlins are coming into the game in second place in the NLEs. And Game 5 of the College Baseball World Series continues today with two matchups. In the first game, we have the matchup between Oral Roberts versus TCU with Winner taking on the Gators tomorrow. Coverage for that game will be right here at 1.40 p.m. And in the second game, there is an SEC showdown as LSU will take on the Vols. That game will be covered right here at 6.40 p.m. That is your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kevin Martinez.
0: ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF.
3: Just
1: the other day, I was out, and a gentleman stopped me, and he said, Are you Steve Russell? I said, Yes. And the question I thought he was going to ask me was about the College World Series. And he said to me, Do you really drive a Southeast car? He actually asked me that. And I explained to them, yes, I do. And so if you had any doubt, yes. And I've driven one for a long time. And it's like anything else. You trust a product. You trust the people behind the product. And I have trusted and still do trust Southeast Car Agency because they have always been good to me. And all the vehicles I've purchased over the years have been really, really good purchases for me. And they can do the same for you, If you're looking for a new vehicle, they don't have any, but they do have the best in late model, low mileage vehicles. So you can check them out online, secars.com. Go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville, and you'll see the selection and the variety that's there. They do their best to get the widest selection of vehicles so that you have the most choice you can make in purchasing your vehicle. But as always, when you go see them in person, tell them Sports Scene sent you two. Southeast Car Agency. Listen,
6: joint pain is a thief. No two ways about it. That's football legend Emmett Smith, who knows
2: a thing or two about pain. It steals your joy, your time with family, or doing things you love. It can even steal your livelihood. But QC Kinetics can help put a stop to that.
6: Don't hand everything over to pain. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in regenerative medicine, a cutting-edge technology that helps relieve pain in your knees, hips, shoulders, and back using healing properties directly from your own body. It's easy. Get treated in the office and walk right out afterward. Simple, right? and QC Kinetics' remarkable all-natural treatments deliver long-lasting relief without surgery or long recovery times. Don't let soreness
2: or achiness rob you of doing the things you love. Tell that pain, not today, not ever. You've got QC Kinetics on your side.
7: Call QC Kinetics, 352 400 That's 352 400 Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission is Gainesville's no-hassle, no-overcharge repair shop since 1928. It's the same-day maintenance offers that keep you safe on the road. It's their ASE techs that find the problem and fix it right the first time. And it's the straight talk and excellence you'd expect in the swamp. Whatever your car needs, trust Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Keeping cars on the road since 1928. Call 352-283-8373 or visit bushautorepair.com.
6: Total Control. We'd all love that, wouldn't we? You can take control of your home environment with help from Electronics World. Let the pros at EW install a system to control your audio, video, lights, locks, thermostats, custom shades, garage door, and more. Plus, monitor your surveillance cameras with just one app. Now that's Total Control. Electronics World. Visit our showroom in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net.
13: Summer is about the three F's, family, friends, food. Nothing brings them all together like King's Hawaiian. King's Hawaiian Slider Sunday is a great weekly mealtime ritual and the perfect way to kick off your summer. All the great slider recipes start with King's Hawaiian. Their original Hawaiian sweet rolls, pre-sliced slider buns, or the perfectly sweet salty pretzel slider buns. If you want to get everybody together, the Sunday family dinner or just a barbecue, King's Hawaiian wants to make every Sunday Slider Sunday. I just learned Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned, doubled. All the cash back from eating at your favorite restaurant, doubled. All the cash back from that trip where you sort of learned to snowboard, that's also doubled. And the best part, you don't have to do anything ridiculous to get it. No, Discover does it automatically. Seriously, though, see the terms and check it out for yourself. Discover.com slash
0: match. Talking to Talk and Walking the Walk. You are listening to Florida's preeminent sports radio station. We are ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. This is Gators head baseball coach Kevin
5: O'Sullivan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98, 1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app.
1: 20 more minutes. We have College World Series action coming your way. In the meantime, back to the Clear Sound Audiology phone line. Mike, hello.
17: Hey, Steve. How you doing? Doing well. Um, yeah, this is, uh, I don't know if I, how you feel about it, but I, I think this is probably one of the best College World Series I've ever watched, um, everything's been close. I don't know. It's been one run games all over the place and in the ninth innings a lot of times, but, uh, that's one thing. Another thing I wanted to talk to you about the guy called in a while ago about, uh, uh, tagging and, uh, appealing. Well, I, I coached all the way from T ball all the way up through middle school ball and, and, uh, high school age all star teams, travel teams. And, uh, I used to tell them all the time, uh, t- touch them all, touch them all. And that's one of the things we drilled on a lot. Um, but I think one of the things that you could talk about is, uh, maybe tell them the ramifications of say, a guy on second, um, leaving too early and, uh, you know, getting, getting appealed and called out, you know, how does it affect the guy that tagged on third? How it affect the you know the course of the game like that? Uh, if you have you know one out fly ball and they tag and he, he leaves too early, uh, that might be something to. It's getting a little more in depth, and and the rules are, are there, but a lot of people don't understand that. But uh, you have a great day, man. I'm looking forward to the rest of the games. I've enjoyed
18: all of them so far.
17: Thank
1: okay, you. Mike. Thank you. David is next. Hi, David.
18: Hey, Steve. We talked about. Uh, before the transfer portal opened back up again during spring ball, that Ole Miss had all these quarterbacks over there. And I guess, did any of those guys leave?
1: No, not that I'm aware of.
18: And now they flipped this kid that Florida wanted and got him to graduate two years early. That, that just seems re- remarkable to me.
1: Yeah, and especially in this day and age when – you know, it is much easier to leave and transfer. Uh, I I find this kind of hard to believe because somebody who's pretty good is going to be a fourth-string guy. Now, you know, you can, you can transfer later on, so, I mean, that, that is certainly a possibility, too.
18: Yeah, I just, you know, we kept hearing the young man might go ahead and, and graduate early and come on in this year. And uh, I guess he's older, I I, I guess because of COVID, some of the stuff that was going on, they were able to get through classes and stuff and get things done quicker. But it was just remarkable to hear that the young man going to a quarterback full room at at Ole Miss and just goes to show you, you don't know what these young kids are thinking. Well, and don't forget,
1: some of this might be money too.
18: Well, exactly. Yeah. That's NIL. that's the, mom and,
1: Yeah. That's the what, wild card and, what, that wasn't there.
18: Yeah, what mom and dad might need, that kind of thing. Absolutely. Um, quick thing on baseball. Have, is there been a a starter name for tomorrow's game you heard? He is going great, uh-huh. very good. good. okay. All right, Steve, we enjoyed the World Series. Thanks for putting all the games on and uh, go Gators.
1: Thank you, David. One twenty-five time check brought to you by Hayes-Jullery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF.
7: This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN, 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida
6: Gators.
10: It's the first day of the first grade. She found a new best friend It's a laid back Sunday afternoon You wish would never end The homemade taste of bluebell And good friends gathered round The good old days are being made right now Wake up your taste
15: buds with Bluebell Java Jolt, a delicious pint of coffee ice cream with dark chocolate flavored chunks and a decadent coffee fudge swirl. It's the jolt you need to perk up your day.
4: The good old days are being made right now. for Blue Bell ice cream at your local grocer and pick up your favorite
14: flavor today. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. When Daphne and I got married and I've had so many problems with my teeth over the years, she just guided me right in here and and, uh, they are truly wonderful. There was absolutely no one else to go to but Exceptional Dentistry for him
10: no
14: one else. Since I had had my teeth worked on in so many different places in the world and so many things done, I had about two-thirds of my teeth were bad. Plus, I had a couple plates, so he removed all my teeth and put in implants. So, you brand did. new again. This is, this is more like having my teeth back again. It, life is pretty normal. They're the best. That's it. This
10: is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com.
0: From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update.
12: The heavy rain and thunderstorms from earlier this morning have tapered off, but we still have the potential for rounds of heavy rain and storms likely through this evening into the early overnight. And these storms that do develop will be capable of producing additional very heavy rainfall, and that could lead to some localized areas of flooding. On top of that, a few strong storms are possible, damaging winds and hail most likely. From the U.S. Weather Center, I'm
0: meteorologist Justin Ballard. Tishon Johnson, Jay Williams. And Max Kellerman, Tony in Ohio.
5: Matt, I love you, but you're like a little brother. I'd like to lock you in the room when our parents go away because you irritate my soul. Anyway. Ah, How did I I irritate your
7: soul? You can't just lock me in the room and not tell me why. You just irritate my soul, period. Can you let me out of the
0: room? Key, Jay, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 981 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. We are your home for Tampa Bay Rays baseball. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com.
1: Tommy says, is there no return on the damaged feelings that may have been done to Billy and his family? If Billy gets the Gators turned around, he has the negativity of so many fans been so bad, he could jump programs when they start calling, and you know they will. Good and bad, but true colors of fan character speak the loudest during the lowest of times. Uh, Look, part of Mike White's decision to leave was because... Of that, I can tell you that it was hard on his family uh, to hear all that, and for his family to hear all that. So, if that were to continue, uh, but look, that's I would also say on the, <clears throat> the flip of that, Tommy, that's what coaches, in part, are paid—the money they're paid for. They're, you're going to hear criticism, whether it's warranted, whether it isn't, whether it's crazy, whether it, that it's just in this day and age. Part of the deal. Ed, welcome.
10: Hey, Steve, have you heard anything about the pitching matchup tonight for LSU Tennessee?
1: No, I haven't even looked into it, to be honest.
10: Well, and I tried to, and it looks like they're going, uh, LSU's going with J.R. Holstaff. I mean, they said something like nine guys are available because, you know, it's obviously winter go home, but they can't throw skeins again this quick, can they?
1: Well, they could, but I think you would, first of all, I think it's what, three days since he pitched? <clears throat> so he would be very limited, and look, you're not going to throw him now. I mean, he's going to be a first-round draft choice. You you just don't do that. But that's what happens when you get to this point. And you know, Tennessee, I think, is in better shape than LSU was in. I don't think LSU's pitching was very strong to start with, but you know, we'll we'll find out.
10: Yeah, that was their Achilles heeled until late in the year, I think. And yeah, and not only that, uh, Skeen, I think, threw like 120-something pitches
1: that's... the last time he
10: did throw. So I, I don't think he needs to be out there probably for another day or two. And I know the statistics are really bad, but how many teams have come out of the loser's bracket? I mean, you're looking at LSU or Tennessee having to beat Wake twice and one of the guys in our bracket having to beat us twice with more pitching and more rest. I mean, that's pretty tough odds.
1: Very tough odds. And, look, that's why when you win the first game or the the first two games, uh, I think it's 47 of the last 51 have done that. So it's very important to be, you know, where Florida was uh, because they're resting, their pitching is resting pretty good.
10: Yeah, and uh, if his control is on, we have probably the best, number three guy in Omaha well I haven't you know, looked into all of them but uh, he, he's been kind of hot or cold let's just hope it's hot tomorrow and then see if he gets a quick hook or not
1: well again Florida because they're where they are you know their bullpen is rested they can do a lot of different things that's one of the advantages when you win this and one thing I will say about tonight Tennessee has a clear starter they're going to start beam and he's started, what, 15, 16 games for them? And he won eight or nine, whatever he won. So the speculation is that Coleman's going to start for LSU, but I don't... We'll see.
10: Yeah, and uh, fortunately or unfortunately, uh, the uh, extra trip to the mound means we have a really rested closer. Because what... Did he throw, what, one pitch?
1: Uh, Whatever. But, I mean... Even if he threw 30 pitches with another day off, he's okay.
10: Yeah, that's right. All right, Steve, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Okay,
1: Ed, thank you. Uh, Porter will be our final caller today. Porter, hello.
5: Hey, Steve, um, just wanted to chime in on uh, the, the other team's pitching. I thought, you know, obviously we've got to take care of business, and no matter who you play this time of year, it's a really quality team. So uh, it's not a matter of, you know, oh, I want this team or I want that team. But I did think that no matter what, the, the biggest drop-off, in other words, the most advantageous to us as opposed to the alternatives, would be schemes having to pitch again. So that's why I wanted LSU to lose last night because no matter what, if LSU makes it, he, I don't see any way that they make it winning three games in a row in three days without throwing schemes again. And that would uh, push him back at least until till the, the, the third game, I think, starting uh, – they make it a championship series now that's not that's not to belittle Wake Forest or anybody else or you know it's for quality arms but that was my thinking and that was my logic of it um but they're going to have to piece mean, this yeah, together tonight
1: uh, for sure I mean they've got like I, I think Coach Johnson said we've got nine arms available and I think he means that because you can't uh, worry about the next game you got to win this one or you go home
5: oh exactly exactly I, I had sort of in the back of my mind, thought if it played out that LSU would be throwing schemes in that in the in the, the the final game if they were to win today and tomorrow, then they'd be throwing him Thursday. But thinking about it, they might try and throw him tomorrow uh, on Wednesday, and if it were to work out for them, he'd be working on three days rest, and then he'd be able to come back on on three or four days rest. But anyway, uh, that's a cart before the horse. So I'm, I'm glad LSU lost. I'm not scared of them but if they if we are to face them i wanted it to be with schemes having started twice and that was our best formula to to have that happen so go gators we take care of business doesn't really matter
1: all right porter thank you for your call uh yeah i mean look the 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 problem for lsu has not been it's pitching been it's hitting and they i mean dylan cruz by his standard is struggling right I mean, there's a couple of guys in their lineup who are doing pretty well. But, you know, Trey Morgan's done well. Tommy White done well. But if you, you know, look at the way LSU is hitting, they're not hitting the way they have hit during the year. And sometimes, not always, but sometimes, you know, good pitching shoots down good hitting. And and Ty Floyd yesterday did a good job for LSU. You, you cannot, in my opinion at least, uh, worry about their pitching from an LSU standpoint. They did their jobs pitching-wise. They just didn't do the job hitting-wise. All right, we're going to exit here and get you ready to go out once again to Omaha. And we'll have both games today. We will obviously see who Florida's opponent will be tomorrow. And Florida will play the afternoon game tomorrow. And we will have that broadcast coming your way at 1.55. So we'll have just about a full show uh, tomorrow. Don't forget our uh, on-deck baseball show tomorrow, 2 at 11 o'clock. Jeff and I will do that. And then uh, we'll give you a sports scene tomorrow. And hope the weather in Omaha holds up. For the most part, it has. Uh, But uh, a couple of games coming up today. Enjoy the College World Series. Our thanks to Michael Byrne and to Blake and 24-7 Sports. Thanks to Jose for producing. Let's get you out to Omaha next. I'm Steve Russell. See you tomorrow.